Finding joy in the journey, a phrase I often use as a guide to keep me on a steady course in life and building meaningful connections is the key to getting truly connected to your life's journey. Meaningful connections require us to make engaging and purposeful deposits into our friendships and relationships beyond church affiliation, educational background, affluence, or any other external factors. Everyone needs a listening ear, a shoulder to lean on, and a heart of empathy during this life's journey. In today's episode, we'll take a closer look at your connections, just how meaningful they are or not. Let's talk. Welcome. Are you ladies ready to talk? Yes. All right. Today I have with me at Sister Friends, uh, Catherine, Tatiana, and Lindy. And we're here to chat it up and uh, just talk about meaningful connections. But before we do that, uh, you might be wondering, well, what are these nice china cups doing here? You know, it is Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. And so this uh, china cup here uh, is from my home collection. And uh, it was a gift for our wedding anniversary. Uh, 33 years ago, ladies, uh, my uncle, uh, my Uncle James and my Auntie Benny Ware uh, gifted my husband and I uh, with these uh, this China set. And uh, it was during a time when all the odds were against us and we were a young couple, uh, very young, uh, getting married and everybody said, oh, they're not going to make it. And, you know, you know how they do. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were uh, they had us on a time clock. Well, here we are 33 years later and I'm yeah. sitting around with my sister friends drinking tea, <laughs> celebrating yes. with this cup uh, that was hope and that was a meaningful connection right. uh, to our young marriage. And oftentimes when I look in my china cabinet, I say, thank you, Lord, for my Uncle James, uh, that he took the time to invest in a young couple. And uh, it just helps me to remember uh, where the Lord has brought us from. So today we're going to be talking about meaningful Uh, connections and you know there's a saying that says uh, I don't know who said it but God won't give you everybody but he will give you somebody and I don't know about you but I do believe that God has always been faithful to provide me with somebody Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the difficulty uh, and you all can speak to this is is that my eyes have always been uh, oftentimes have been on everybody else on the everybody's and so I didn't see the one Mm -hmm. that God would that God provided because Mm -hmm. I was too focused on everybody the the ones that I wanted him to send but he had someone that he was sending uh, that could really impact and make a meaningful connection in my life what what say you Catherine well I believe the same thing I believe that God always sent us that one somebody even though we have many friends that are coming to our lives and many relationships but it seems to be that one two or maybe three right. that will impact our lives in different areas of our lives. Right. So I believe that is a God thing. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I find that sometimes because we're we're focused on 
opining over people mm -hmm. that we want to be in our lives. Mm -hmm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, that we miss the, the very people that God has just put right underneath us. We don't really see uh, the impact that they're making. And so we overlook them, uh, you know, opining over someone that's far off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What, what say you, Tatiana? Yes, I'm so grateful for the two or three people, as you said, that, you know, the one person you can call on at any hour of the day, any hour of the night, and they can help you out. They can give you advice. I'm very grateful for that. So, I mean, what do you think it, it is that drives us that if God will give us two or three people or even just one, what what is it within us that will constantly make us uh, look for more or be unfulfilled with the ones that God has given us? Why aren't we satisfied? I think that we may take those people for granted sometimes or our eyes just may not be open or realize who we have and how much they impact us. So we go out searching and looking for this person and that person. Oh, I like them. Let me gravitate towards them. Let me have them like me. You know, we may act a certain way so that that one person can like us. But really, you know, that one person that God sent us is right there the whole time. Right. Do you find that that's really predominant in your um, generation? I mean, you're a millennial, correct? Yes. And you, you're in college? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I know. And so do you find that that's really, you know, a common problem within your, you know, your generation or just in your particular culture, environment of people that you surround yourself with? I think that there are still some people who do that searching and looking. But for myself right now in my life, I feel like I know who those people are who I can call on. So I don't go searching for the other ones, but right. I still see those few people who don't really know who they are, so therefore they go searching for those other people. So you, so basically it sounds like what you're saying is is that when you, when you are self-assured mm -hmm. within yourself, and not just within yourself, but then you have an assurance in the group and the people that God has placed in your life, so you actually know their value. Yes, ma'am. You've yes, actually yes. placed value on them. They're just not hanging around. This is just not my sister, or right. it's just you know not just the sister that goes to church with me or my coworker. But you actually you see them. Yes. You actually see them and you see what they bring to the relationship mm -hmm. and, and it's meaningful what they bring. Mm -hmm. So it kind of closes um, the desire to go out to, you know, to go outside and, and feel like you have, you have to have, you know, like a, a groupie, you know, I mean, right. like if we're not in a group, if we don't have right. a squad, you know, right. and I think most of us, I don't, I could only speak for myself. I went through that phase when I was younger. And, and especially when we moved here from California to Louisiana. Mm -hmm. I just, I wanted to be popular. I wanted to be in the in crowd, you know what I mean? And for a long time I felt like, well, maybe it's something was wrong with me. Right. And then at one point, a, a dear friend of mine, the, there you go, that meaningful connection, mm -hmm. uh, she said to me, Teresa, God is protecting you. Mm -hmm. Has God ever said that to you? Mm -hmm. You're looking for more. And he's and he says to you, I'm protecting you. I'm not allowing more to come to you because I'm protecting you. I'm insulating you from uh, what the more would bring. It's not necessarily something wrong with you, but the people that you're desiring, they're not going to be good. They're not good for you. That's good. They would harm you or they would interrupt mm -hmm. the purpose of the plan mm -hmm. that I have ordained for you. What about you, Lindy? Well, I think a lot of the searching that you're talking about mm -hmm. kind of comes from maybe just 
an ability or a lack of ability to just trust the Lord with everything, yeah. you know? Um, you trust Him to bring those people into your life, mm -hmm. the ones that you're talking about, the people that you need. And if that person that you want or right. is not there, then maybe, like you just said, maybe there's a reason behind it. Right. And you can trust Him in that, and you can be self-assured and confident in what He's doing in your life and the people that He's orchestrating, right. you know, around you. So do you have a big group? Um, I have, a, I would say, a big group of acquaintances uh -huh. and people with, you know, a certain level of um, connection. And then I have a very small group of yeah. people that I'm deeply connected to. Um, one of the main ones being my mom. Yeah. I love my connection with my mom. We're very close. And then I have a couple of close friends that, like you said, you can call on in the middle of the night and pray for me. I need this, you know. Right. And they're always there and they do the same with me. So, so yeah, a little yeah. of both. That's great. Mm -hmm. How about you, Kathy? Well, as you said, Lindy, I have a group of friends that's acquaintances and then a few good friends. You know, the Bible tells us that one will plant, one mm -hmm. will water, and God will give the increase. Yeah. And he was so gracious to me that he put in each of those stages those friends. And I have some friends, a group of three of us, who've been friends for well over yeah. 25, 30 years. And all of them are different. Mm -hmm. One I go to when I want to be silly. One I go to when I need the truth in my life and, I'm tired of <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then one solid you know to the word and I thank God for those friendships and they have been a blessing so those three remain solid and like you were saying earlier you know when we look at people God sent us all these people and then sometimes um, we're not you know we I think we don't appreciate right. them, like you said right and it's because we think we're not worthy or we deserve more. Right. But yeah. God has those certain people at that certain time. And I think we just need to listen to God, what God is saying so that we can walk into and fulfill those really meaningful relationships. Right. And I, I really like what you said um, about you, you know, you have a friend when you want to laugh, you have a friend, you know, this, this one that always tells you the truth, mm -hmm. uh, this one that, you know, that's important. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we shy away from categorizing or not I want to say categorizing but um, recognizing the gifts yes yeah. you know and the abilities of what each relationship brings yes. I think sometimes we we, we tend to, sh to shy away from that because we don't want to feel like we're labeling or um, capping off someone or saying this is this is their limit this is what they provide versus yeah. the Bible talks about um, know those that labor That's among right. you right. and right. so it's it's really imperative that we um, know our friendships know our relationships know our I love what you said about acquaintances yes. uh, not being you know afraid to say well this person's an acquaintance and then this is a, this person is a, a dear friend yes. right. it doesn't minimize the acquaintance That's but right. it does you know put into perspective mm -hmm. like if you really need something you're, you're probably not going right. to call the acquaintance right. yeah. you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> you, you know you're going to call your dear friend um, and, and so I think that's a real um, important part mm -hmm. of having meaningful connections. And I, I would even say that it could be one of the reasons why we don't have meaningful connections, right. because we don't want to put people in categories like, yeah. well, this is the one I know if I need some bread. She's going to give me some bread. If this, this sister so-and-so, you know, if, if I call her at three in the morning, she's going to answer the phone. She's not going to look at the phone and go, yeah. oh, who is this? You know, but she's going to answer the phone at three in the morning versus 
another friend I, at three in the morning they were like nah mommy I gotta get up <laughs> with my kids in the morning yeah. and I'm, I'm gonna check on I'm gonna check on her in the morning right. but I'm not gonna answer this phone at three and it's okay it's you they don't love you less that's right and you don't judge them based on their limitations right. or their ba boundaries yes. you kind of knowing each other's yeah. boundaries right. um, and that's important I think sometimes we cut off our meaningful relationships or the, the, the relationships that are potentially, um, they're growing into becoming meaningful relationships. Uh, we cut them short and we have run-ins because we can't really accept them for who they are right. and, and who, what their limitations might be. You know what I'm saying? You know, and so that's really important. There's a scripture in Proverbs 27 and 9 and it says, oil and perfume make the heart glad. So does the sweetness of a friend's counsel that comes from the heart. Oil and perfume makes the heart glad. But a friend is so sweet when they give you counsel from the heart. And that's what a meaningful connection yeah. is. That's what it does. Um, I know we, me and you, Lindy, we, we don't know each other very well. Yeah. We know each other by the spirit, right? Uh, right. Because you've come and you've we've worshipped together, and right. you do music, yes. and you write, and so there's a a, a kinship. Right. Uh, first, because of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Second, because I love music and I sing, and you yeah. love music and you sing. Yes. And then um, you also know my daughter. Yes. So that connection is meaningful. So when I was sitting around saying, you know, I got to call my sister friends, mm -hmm. and I need some people to, you know, get around the table with me. Um, Lindy's Lindy you came to mind <laughs> yes and here did. I am I <laughs> and here you are and and Miss Catherine Young uh, me and her have been getting into trouble now uh -oh. for well over 15 years yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so she had to be at the table <laughs> And so just for those of you that you're watching for the very first time, this is our first episode. You will always see uh, Miss Catherine Young sitting at the table with me because this is my meaningful connection. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's my Lucy and I'm her Ethel That's or maybe right. I'm Lucy and she's Ethel. You'll have to figure that one out. I don't know. But we're we're definitely a, a great team together. At least I think we are. And then Miss Tatiana is just, you know, I don't know. She was in middle school when she came around uh, and into my life. And she's just blossomed into a beautiful young woman who's in college. And I said, someone's got to speak uh, to the millennials and tell us what they're thinking. You know, what are they thinking? Let me tell you something. When I saw Tati sitting here, yeah, I, I had tears coming. I say, Lord, this is, is the fulfillment of a dream. And I remember when Tati was born. Oh, my gosh. Her sister was in my preschool class. And wow. I was her teacher. And I remember her mother, Dawn, brought her up, and she was a brand new baby. Wow. She wasn't <laughs> even six weeks old yet. And now she's sitting at the table with the yeah. queen. Yes. Now that, now yes, now that's a meaningful connection because yes. there was no way you could have orchestrated right. that you would be from New Mexico, that was in New, New Mexico, Mexico, and that you would be in Shreveport, Louisiana, and that you'd be sitting around a table with Miss Catherine, that you would, Miss Catherine would introduce you to, to myself and my whole family. Mm -hmm. um, Tatiana babysits our grandbabies. Yes. And <laughs> she's, a, she's the baby whisperer. I love them. I love them. <laughs> 
and you know, and that's so powerful because even when you're dealing with children, um, the same way that you know. Catherine met you as a newborn baby, mm -hmm. and then here you are today. That's a connection that's lasted for quite a long time. And as you're, you know, taking care of other people's children, mm -hmm. and you're imparting joy and peace, and yes. and yeah, and caring over and just caring over them, you never know how those connections will grow into something greater later on, um, because it's not just a meaningful connection, but it's a God connection. That's right. You know, one of the things that I was thinking, Lindy, is I was thinking about Naomi and Ruth. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. their acquaintance started with a marriage, uh, being married to uh, the the son. Mm -hmm. And when the once the son, the husband died, and the son died, it could have easily ended the connection. Right. But when when the connection is beyond just marriage, or when it goes beyond just family or just association and you tap into that God connection, right. which it, which reveals our purpose in life and our mm -hmm. destiny, yeah. then it will commit you to, to walk with someone um, through, you know, a difficult, you know, journey in life. And not only that, but we know what happened um, in the end that she found her Boaz. Right. And uh, she couldn't have done that unless she stayed connected to her mother-in-law. Right. Right, yeah, she made a choice in that moment. Absolutely. She said yes. She said yes to her destiny, and she said yes to to maintaining that connection and to leaving, um, you know, everything that she knew. She could have gone right. back to her own family yeah. and gone where it was comfortable, but right. she, instead she chose to stay. And like you just said, in the end, she got you know the ultimate prize which is her destiny and she goes grafted into that you know Absolutely. just the lineage of Jesus. Some people really build walls to mm -hmm. distance themselves yeah. from meaningful relationships and then I looked at the scripture and it's Ecclesiastes 4 and 9 through 10 and it says two are better than mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. because they have a good return for their work mm -hmm. if one falls down his friend can help him up yeah. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help mm. him up. Wow. Yeah. That is so powerful to me. Everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs somebody. So we become long rangers and we distance ourselves and God is sending those meaningful relationships. It, it causes us more harm and damage because like you said at the mm -hmm. beginning, God always sends somebody. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have to really look into ourselves to, to see right. why we can't have somebody. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. And, and, and are we the problem? And, yeah. and, and are we the problem because we are constantly deflecting or because we have walls or because we've been hurt? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we don't we, we don't see our meaningful connections mm -hmm. and we don't really value them because of the pain and the hurt that and generally that that's been caused by relationships that we were opining over, that we were gathering mm -hmm. friendships that we were, you know, uh, running after and not necessarily that God put in our life. Because because, you know, God will put people in your life. And the first thing you got to recognize is, is that um, even with God sent people, you're going to have run ins. That's you're right. going to have disagreements. You're going to have the little falling outs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So to, to think that you're not going to fall out or that you're not going to, you know, be, you're not going to disappoint one another. Yeah. Right. That's not that's just not reality. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, you're not a even human if that's the case, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> um, so it, it comes with the package and, and our relationships when they're meaningful. A lot of times they're there to teach us. 
um, also how to be better people. Right. They're there to teach us how to have to be better friends and how to have friendships, you know. And sometimes we don't even know how to we don't know how to be good friends until we've actually had a first good falling out. Yeah, you know. And then someone can really tell us about ourselves. Right. And then sometimes, <laughs> you know, after we've been hurt or different things in relationships, even you know, when I was going through changes in relationships and those acquaintances, mm -hmm. that right. when God sent the real people, I couldn't receive. Right. Yeah. But then I had to ask the Lord. I say, Lord, you know what? You protect my heart mm -hmm. and you show me what's good for me and those who are good for me and we have to really be mindful when God show us because sometimes we won't listen to God and he just with the red flag with the red flag mm -hmm. but then that's when we have to go back and trust God and his who he picks for us right and what he has designed for us right and I love that scripture because it says at the end it says pity the person yes. who falls and doesn't have someone mm -hmm. to pick them up yeah. if that's you today Today, we're praying for you. Yeah. God won't send you everybody. You can guarantee that. But he will send you somebody, somebody to help pick you up when you're hurting, someone to, to pick you up when you need someone to talk to, to be there. He will not give you everybody, but he will give you somebody. The key is, do you recognize the somebody? Right. Can you move beyond your pain yes. or self-pity? A lot of times we don't want to admit it, that we're just, you know, in our feelings. Yes. You know, um, and, and so we miss the very people that God is sending us mm -hmm. to help us uh, to become better people or to just to be a friend. Yes. You know, I remember here recently um, I was going through something and I thought, I, I can't believe I'm doing this, but oh, well, I'm going to do it, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked up the phone and I called a, a friend of mine, a sister friend, and she was a sister friend from afar. And I loved her from afar and admired mm -hmm. her. But that day I just decided I'm just going to call her and tell her, you know what? I need you to be my friend. Mm -hmm. I need you to be my friend up close. Right. <laughs> I need you to be my friend for real. Yeah. <laughs> and she she responded so it was the Lord mm -hmm. because I'd never really asked anybody yeah. just to be my friend. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought the Bible says show yourself friendly. Yeah. You know, and you'll have friends. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm friendly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they don't like me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so but you know, I just I went out on faith. And I just told her, I said, I need, I need you to be my friend. Mm -hmm. And she said, she didn't really say yes. She just responded with, she understood what I was saying. Mm -hmm. And from that moment on, my friend, my sister friend, she'll send me texts. Yeah. She'll call, just out of the blue, just for no apparent reason. Mm -hmm. There's like, there's nothing in it for her. There's just to say, hey, I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm thinking about you. And it really is, it, it has been something that I've needed yeah. in, at this time in my life. Mm -hmm. But I had to make the first step right, yeah. you know right. what I mean I had to recognize right. you know I got people around me I got yeah. people that are my friends I know who my close people are mm -hmm. I know who my best friend is mm -hmm. I got my husband you know right. he's been my boo for 33 yeah. years <laughs> let, me, let me drink to that it's <laughs> a meaningful connection right there <laughs> absolutely yes but I need a girl girlfriend right. yes. someone to walk at the, on the mall with mm -hmm. and to go yeah. shopping with and just yeah. to just hang out you know right. mm -hmm. and um but I had to make the first move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so today, you know, make the first move. God's got meaningful connections for you, but you got to make the first move. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. You know, I think a lot of times too, the Lord will bring people into our life and they'll be the total opposite of yes. who we are. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes that can cause those falling out, like yeah. what you just said, yeah. just because you're opposite. And But I think honoring the different gifts in that other person yeah. mm-hmm. is so important. And um, I have a close friend, we're dear sister friends and have been for a long time. And she's very confrontational. She's comfortable with confrontation. Oh. <laughs> and I am not. <laughs> I'm very non-confrontational. And so we've walked through several things just over the years of our friendship where I've had to learn the benefit of confrontation and how healthy that is in a close connection and a close friendship. And that's helped me even in my other relationships yeah. in life. I've seen just how healthy that can be. And um, I honor that about her, just the total difference that yeah. she is than me. And so I think that's important too, just in the connections that we have. I have meaningful connections that are absolutely totally opposite Mm -hmm. and find the value in that. I think one of the reasons why me and my husband have lasted for 33 years is because in a lot of ways we are so bipolar opposite. Mm -hmm. I mean like he's like looking for people in Walmart. I'm like he's like waiting in the aisles to talk to people. (laughs) And and I'm like you know I'm on a mission. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't have anything to say. I got to get get things done. You know like we're like totally opposite but we complement in each other yes. and we strengthen each each other and so that's important and so yeah those meaningful connections don't always look Tatiana they don't look like the way we want them to look sometimes sometimes the best relationships are actually the opposite mm-hmm. of what we think we need mm-hmm. or what we, how we think someone should be with us um, because the 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 oppositeness mm-hmm. and the difference it really enhances what you know our character or our personality even better yeah. you know mm-hmm. and when you guys said um, your friends were so opposite or your husband is very opposite it reminded me of this scripture Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. Mm-hmm. iron sharpens iron so a man sharpen his friends yeah, countenance yes. so I can think of one of my sister friends who is she's the complete <laughs> opposite of me like I will keep to myself you know I used to be so in my shell and now she just, she makes me speak to people all the time. Like she's like, hey, she's very outgoing. She's helped me, you know, get out of my right. shell and get to know more people. So I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. yeah, and that's a really powerful scripture. Iron sharpens iron. And you can't sharpen something without there first being some friction right. and, and some tension. Sparks flying. Yes, <laughs> sparks flying. And yes. so, you know, recently I, I spent uh, several, five, five days with um, all three of my sisters. Mm-hmm. And getting to the last day, I, I turned around and I looked at them. These are my blood sisters' mm-hmm. DNA. My God today. <laughs> my mom and my dad made four babies. And I said, I can't believe we made it, y'all. We're on the last day. Because <laughs> we had so much fun. But each of us had, and then we, you add my daughter to the mix, you know, and we each had our own little, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah. personalities and you know <laughs> yeah. our own little things that we were doing and our own little edginess but we knew how to like you know move around each other you know because <laughs> we're, we're you know 40 50 and 30 <laughs> yeah. year old women and uh, everyone wants to be the boss mm-hmm. 
and not wants to be, everybody is the boss. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but we made it five days together and it was uh -huh. so much fun. That's great. I know, it, but it was fun sitting back watching us and I'm thinking to myself, I don't know how we did it. <laughs> I don't know how we did it. <laughs> you know. But suppose God would have made you all the same. I know. What right. value is there in sameness? Right. I want right. to pull, she, me and her friends, Pastor T is totally different from me. Right. But I try to make her shame on every, <laughs> right. every time we go somewhere. Here we uh. <laughs> but that's the kind of relationship we have. And when we need a sober moment and a more spiritual moment, right. she comes in. But what's the value in sameness? Right. right. That's, right. What, that's how God works. Nothing right. is the same color. In, right. In, 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 we look in the atmosphere, nothing. But right. that's the same thing and the way God made friendship. And so every day we make a choice to stay connected uh, to our God connections, uh, to stay connected to even our connections that are growing. Yeah. It's just so important that we don't ever give up on people. That's right. You know, that I, that is like, you know, premier in my life is in, in, in it's really a tenant of the gospel yes. is, is that Jesus doesn't give up on people. Yeah. And so even in our relationships, we should be striving uh, to stretch them, mm -hmm. to allow people to grow mm -hmm. and uh, to help each other to, to accomplish all that God has called us to accomplish mm -hmm. together. Because if, if we're together, we got a purpose. Yes. And ladies, oh my gosh, today, today you guys were part of our first episode, a part of purpose on Sister Friends Cups and yes. Conversation. Wow, thank you for watching our first episode of Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. As we discuss meaningful connections, I hope you were encouraged to identify, appreciate, nurture, and treasure the relationships you have. My friends, spread the word about our show and join the conversation next week as me and my sister friends open up dialogue on various relevant topics. Also, check us out on other social platforms for encouraging posts to help you along on your journey. Send us your prayer requests or comments. We'd love to hear from you. And starting today, Make meaningful connections that further your reach.